And welcome to You Can Do It Too, a podcast highlighting regular folks who followed their dreams and made it happen. I'm Joan Hutchinson, your restaurant maven. I've been described as a risk taker, though I never thought of myself that way. My mom always told me I could do or be whatever I wanted as long as I set my mind to it, and I believed her. I've moved across the country more than once, was an actor in L.A. doing theater, independent films, and even stand-up. I ran a successful catering company that led to owning and operating an award-winning Southern California restaurant. All this prior to earning a bachelor's degree in business management and marketing. Listen, you don't need a degree to accomplish your dreams. You need drive, passion, and belief in yourself, along with some caring folks who support you and believe in you. Since then, I've gone on to work in country clubs, casinos, a culinary school, and hotels. I've been coaching and consulting with small business owners for the last few years and blogging with business advice. I wanted to do more, to share more, to reach more of you. I decided to talk with folks I admire. Lots of amazing 30-somethings, even some remarkable 20-somethings, and of course, more seasoned folks who kick ass at what they do. To show you, you can do it too. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, my guest is Amy Gale with Anchored Roots Vineyard and Winery. Amy's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. She earned her BA in communications at St. Norbert's College with an intention of becoming a private event planner. After graduation, Amy worked at for the Harley Davidson Museum in programs and events, so she was well on her way. But she met her now husband, Eric, and that all changed. The idea of a vineyard and winery crossed their minds, and they took action. They moved to Washington State so Eric could continue his education in viticulture, and Amy began learning about the wine industry. In her five years in Washington, she worked for a family winery managing their direct-to-consumer operations for their two tasting rooms. This included wine club management, event management, retail sales, website maintenance, and so much more. Then 2020 came and the world changed for the gals in lots of ways. Amy had her first son, Henry, the global pandemic hit, and they decided to go home. They set roots in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin, and the first Anchored Roots Vineyard plantings the summer of 2020. And with construction delays, volatile changes in supply costs, and all the havoc the pandemic brought, they opened the tasting room in September of 2022, and the rest is history in the making. Thanks so much for joining me today, Amy. Thank you for having me. Yay. I'm so excited. It was such a pleasure meeting you and visiting your tasting room here in Egg Harbor. Um, I, I was just so inspired by you and your story. So thank you again for joining me. Thank you. So can you tell us what was it that made you decide you wanted a winery of your own? Yeah, I mean, it uh, It was kind of a, a fun trajectory. Um, I met Eric when I uh, was about 
a month before graduation, and um, I I was on my way back to Milwaukee to go uh, go work um, for the museum and and kind of set into private events. That's something that I've always enjoyed entertaining. I've always enjoyed hosting, and you know from little on, I was um, always running around making sure that everyone had you know their their waters, they had their snacks, they had everything that they wanted and needed. So I I just liked I liked hosting. Um, I liked making sure that people um, people liked what they were doing that day. And um, so events seemed like a natural fit. Um, so in pursuing that, and after meeting Eric, we um, you know, kind of looked at our, our backgrounds. Um, he grew up working on a, on a local farm and uh, really liked that lifestyle. And um, if you're called to work in agriculture, that's uh, a really special thing because it's it's a commitment 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So um, he pursued a biology degree and really enjoyed the plant sciences. Um, he was a hobby brewer on the side. So uh, that was something that we did together a little bit. And um, so, well, we wanted to work for ourselves and uh, we could see from the day we met that um, our future was going to be very intertwined, um, both personally and professionally. And we were both really driven from from the get go um, and decided, well, let's let's see what we like doing. I like hospitality. I really like making people happy. Um, I like making sure that people are having a good time. He likes working with plants. He likes working, um, <laughs> uh, you know, outdoors. Um, having a little bit more uh, of an independent and uh, get get dirty, uh, get your hands dirty, and um, and, and create something. Um, so we said, well, we're in Wisconsin. What about a what about a brewery? Can we make beer? And we said, well, we could do that. And um, we had concerns that maybe the market was getting a little more saturated than we were comfortable with. And we said, well, what else? What else is out there? You know, we were about 22, 23 at the time. Well, we like wine. We don't really know much about it, but um, we enjoy it. We appreciate it. We know that it's there, and it's a it's a whole world that we could learn about. And uh, we said, well, his background, maybe moving forward, he could he could learn a little bit more about grapevines. I could happen to uh, pull my event background into uh, into the winery side of things, and we we started talking and said, let's let's see what we can do, let's see what we can make of it. Um, so after after uh, he finished school a year after I did, um, so he moved out to Washington to pursue his his master's in viticulture. Um, uh, so he's got a, a, a degree in, um, in in horticulture technically uh, with a specialization in viticulture and. Um, we got married a few years later, so I went out and, and central Washington is all, all vineyards, all wineries. Um, there's over a thousand in the state. It's really just an incredible industry. They're about 50 years, 50, 60 years ahead of where we are here in Wisconsin, as far as, uh, um, grape growing and just the wine industry development and the, the brand that they're creating uh, for that part of the world. Um, so the, the goal was just learn anything and everything you can, um, with the hope that we'd eventually be able to bring it home and, um, come back to our roots, um, and, and to our people. And this is where both of our, our families are. And that's where we knew we'd end up someday. And, uh, we just, we just hit the ground running, doing anything and everything we could to, to make it real, make it happen. Wow. Wow. So you started with the idea that you want to work together you want it to be mm -hmm. agriculture and events. You want it, and so that's how you came up with wine. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was uh, yeah. it was looking at what we enjoy doing. We wanted to make sure that we um, we were enjoying life to the fullest, and what what was that going to take? Um, and I think that 
ultimately the the end goal is to be able to work for yourself um, and uh, and just really surround yourself with the people that you know and love all the time. Um, and if you find someone that you can work with really well at home and at work, uh, you're a really lucky person. Um, so and rare uh, and rare, <laughs> <laughs> very. <laughs> But um, yeah, we wanted to be outside. We knew or we were hoping that we were going to be able to have a family and to be able to raise um, raise them on uh, in a business that um, that we would have been happy with growing up, too. So it's it's yes. trying to build build us all the way around. <laughs> I love that. Um, my husband and I did the same thing. So uh, it's fun to see your kids at the winery. It just takes me back to the days when my kids took their naps in the office at the restaurant and um, it's, it's lovely. And you're right. You know, not a lot of people get that really incredible experience of having the business be part of your family. And uh, it's, it's just so cool to see. I love that. So speaking of family, what was the reaction of your family and friends when you said, yeah, we're going to open a winery. Um, first, we're moving to Washington State. So that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think the first reaction is always, wow, like that's that's big. Um, that's not a not a little side project. Um, that was something that we wanted to make sure everyone knew we were we were going in this as our profession. We were going to do this full time. This wasn't a hobby. This wasn't an after work project or a weekend project or a seasonal project. This was this was something we were very, very serious about. And um, thankfully we both come from very, very supportive families. Um, I think that our parents could see from little on that we were going to be very driven. We were be very motivated, um, fairly intelligent people that um, were going to do something really interesting with their lives. And um, when we were able to put our, our brains together, um, it just seemed like the stars started to align and um, there was a lot of sadness that we we're moving so far away. Um, we truly got married in June, and by July we were already in in Washington. So uh, we we didn't really get a, a chance to establish uh, the big family aspect here in Wisconsin, um, which was uh, a little bit sad, but also um, really I think a special time for Eric and I to get to know each other and really uh, learn how we could depend on each other because we were so far away from family. Um, but even so, you know, thankfully with technology, we, we were able to get a lot of the, the support system, even from, from being halfway across the country, um, and stay really well connected with, with everyone, but we've gotten nothing but support and encouragement and positivity since, since day one. Um, I mean, and truly we, uh, we did a little soft opening uh, before we opened to the public and just sent out an invitation to, um, everyone that we basically knew. Um, and we had such a wonderful turnout of people who maybe we haven't seen in five or 10 years. Or, I mean, I had a, a cousin come in from New York and, um, you know, it was just amazing that people were making a really big deal out of something that we have been working on, but I, I don't think it's really set in yet what we're doing and what scale <laughs> of an impact we're kind of making on this community. So it's just, um, it's really nice that, our families and friends are do recognize it, and they're they're showing that support for us every single day. That is great. That is great. You know, like I said in my intro, you do need people that love you and support you. 
it's hard to uh, maintain the momentum when you have a lot of negativity around you. So it's great to hear that, you know, you have that family support. Um, so part of my question is, um, so you knew you were going to go to Washington State, uh, decided that that's where, that's where he was going to get his degree, you know, his master's. How did you know where to go from there? Like, did you have a plan laid out before leaving for Washington? And wait, before you answer that, we do need to take a second to hear from our sponsors. So we'll come right back and you can answer that question. Okay, well, welcome back. Thanks, thanks again to Amy with Anchored Roots Vineyard and Winery for joining me today. And I just asked you if you had a plan laid out before you left for Washington um, towards this winery that you now own and operate. Yeah, hyper type A personality. There's always a plan. <laughs> so uh, before we moved out to Washington, I, uh, I looked at, Eric was already living out there, which was great. Um, so we at least had a, a, a location that we were looking within. So um, I reached out to probably 20, 25 wineries in the area and said, here's my skill set. I don't see your hiring right now, but if there's, if you see something in my background um, that fits with your, your portfolio, your brand, um, let's, let's see if we can talk. So obviously promoting myself as, um, having, uh, had an events background, um, wineries and events kind of go hand in hand, um, or at least I thought they did. And, um, there are enough people out there who I think, uh, had that similar mindset. So by the time I moved, um, I had, uh, two job offers on the table. Uh, one was working part-time. It was a permanent position though, um, for family working in the tasting room. So pouring wine, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, uh, for, um, a short period of time. And, um, I thought, well, you know, that would be great experience. It's a permanent position. Uh, I could probably grow with that company. Um, but it's, it's the opposite schedule of my new husband, my new lifestyle. Is that something that I, I really want? Um, maybe, maybe. Um, and then the other position, uh, was a full-time temporary position working, uh, as a logistics coordinator for a winery while a woman was out on maternity leave. And that basically entailed, wow. um, preparing Those are very different opportunities, <laughs> very, very different. Um, so I, uh, I tried to sit down and think what was going to be, be best. And, uh, the logistics position is basically, um, is, palletizing wine, building case goods, very manual warehouse work, um, driving a forklift, uh, putting those pallets on the truck, getting them ready for distribution into grocery stores, uh, restaurants, and what have you. And then um, basically managing our, our warehouse inventory, um, making sure that all of our case goods are brought in from their uh, larger uh, production facility. I said, well, that's less relevant uh for what i where i think i'm going long term uh but there was something about that that i said well i want to try it i want to i want to go for it i want to i want to get in with this family winery um and we're gonna we're gonna take the risk and um and see where it goes so i took that uh you know 12-week job and by the end of it um Things had worked out so well that uh, they wanted me to take on their private events. They had uh, just recently moved their production facility out to a, a new, larger um, facility, and they had this big warehouse. And they said, well, 
you've got an events background. Let's let's build on that. People are inquiring about hosting a wedding here, big parties and, and what have you. So let's let's build on it. So that was kind of the start of of my trajectory. Um, you know, I, I shot a couple dot, darts out there to see what uh, what would stick. And, um, you know, you take a risk and, and hope it works out for the best. And you, you put in the sweat equity to make make something happen. But um, yeah. Nice. That's that's great. It's it was probably great to experience that logistics point uh, part of it because now at least you know um, how that end of it is. I mean, you wouldn't know that mm -hmm. otherwise if you're working in the yeah. casing room, right? Exactly. And, I, and that was part of what intrigued me about it is I thought that if I was in the tasting room, I would see what the company wanted the end consumer to see, which isn't uh, everything that puts a business together. There's so much that happens behind the scenes. And um, the family that I was working for, um, truly, it was a brother sister duo. Um, he handled the, the winemaking and she handled the, the consumer facing, which is um, not unlike how uh, Eric and I have structured our, our business, too. Um, but I thought, you know, it would be a great resource um, and an opportunity to learn the ins and outs, um, you know, if I could uh, really um, take every day and uh, and, and just see what opportunities are out there to learn, learn more about how their business operates and how everything works together. And yeah, I mean, obviously now we have a warehouse to manage too. Um, and uh, it, as we start to explore the the different channels, um, possibly for distribution or getting into restaurants, et cetera, um, having that in my back pocket is is great. And hey, I learned how to drive a forklift and that's a, a great <laughs> skill to have. <laughs> sure is, it sure is. So then, so, Okay, so then you spent your time there, and while you were there, were you writing your business plan while you were there? Were you, what what was going on with that? Yeah, How so I worked there for about five years, and and we um, we spent the first probably uh, two or three just um, learning how things work. You know, what questions to ask, how what does it take to to put this all together. Um, and then, uh, you know, while I was working for their event side of things and managing uh, eventually their wine club. And um, uh, by the time I left, I, I was managing all of their direct to consumer operations. Um, and uh, and that was enough pieces of information that we could start putting together a business plan. Um, so we actually uh, reached out to the Door County Economic Development Corporation back here um, to start uh, getting connected to the right people um, in order to um, put together a location-specific business plan. So, um, you know, looking at different sites that we we're going to potentially uh, purchase property for um, and getting all of the zoning regulations and, uh, you know, the, the financial structure um, to be able to put together our projections for uh, what, what this kind of a, a business would cost to construct and um and and all the the not so fun stuff uh, that you have to put in before before you can right. actually get going on 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 the property itself right so you turned to the door county economic development corporation did they um did they help you like with funding sources did they help you um you, you know because there's so much involved when you're looking for funding right and if yeah, you're opening, if you're building a building, there's not an existing business for you to take financials from. So that's a special kind of financing, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, we were working with them for honestly, probably about three years, um, before we even decided to move forward. So, uh, they were, they were just a really good resource. They connected us with the, um, University of Wisconsin, Green Bay, uh, small business development center. And, uh, there was a, a contact there that we, um, went back and forth with, and he would, uh, constantly, um, ask us questions to keep diving deeper into our, our portfolio and into our, our business plans and our finances. Um, and he had a couple of uh, templates that we could work from, which was which was really helpful. Nice. But um, you're right, this is a very specific industry. So it was a matter of, um, you know, looking at, at research that had been done prior to and pulling bits and pieces of it. Um, and then you throw in, a, you know, a, a pandemic and then you can throw all that out the window and, and start from scratch. <laughs> Um, but it was, uh, yeah, there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of really great resources with, with the, uh, SBDC, um, which was awesome. And, uh, yeah, the, um, DCDC did help us, um, get connected with some, some good, uh, funding. Um, ultimately, uh, we are grateful to work in a small town, um, where we had relationships with, um, with, uh, one of the banks nearby and, um, they were willing to take the risk on us. Um, but, uh, it's been, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge, that's a huge project. So, so you talked about finding, um, finding information on other companies that have done this similar type of thing so that you could build out your, um, your business plan. Where did you find that info? Like, was there a specific, like, obviously you were working with the Door County Economic development and the small business, were they directing you, giving you websites to check? Is that how you found that? Uh, most, <laughs> I can, I can attribute most of this to my husband. Uh, Eric is a uh, scientist through and through. So research is his number one. He will not uh, uh, go out to dinner before he's researched the menu thoroughly of all the <laughs> options in the area. So I love him dearly for it, but uh, that's what ultimately made made this a lot easier um, was that he, uh, he, again, is also um, a perpetual student. He's always learning. So he, he's got a lot of those resources, which was wonderful. Um, I think specifically the, the pieces that we were pulling from was um, a business plan from Cornell uh, that they had a, a, a research paper out there on um, some uh, similar uh, structured business. But um, ultimately, you know, you, you do have to take bits and pieces and consider, you know, I think the one we were working off of was about 10 years outdated by the time we were putting it together. So you always have to include a little bit uh, of inflation changes and, and all that kind of good stuff. But um, ultimately, that was where uh, UWGB came in. And, um, you know, he appreciated the template that we were working with, um, and then took it to a more local and uh, current place and time um, to really tweak it into to the current current situation. Right. It's it's so nice to know that those resources are out there for people that are looking um, for space and want to build a business of their own to know that those those resources are out there. The UWGB um, Small Business Center, that's free, right? It is. It is. Yeah. It's so it's it's awesome. I mean, there are these free resources. So small business, um, small business association, um, and they can help you find funding, banking, bankers, um, and help you with business plan writing. Also, their score, the um, senior core of retired 
entrepreneurs, I think, that will help you with business plan writing. Um, and they, uh, they'll look over your business plan once you've written it, give you some ideas and tweaks. Did, did you use any of that? Uh, I hadn't heard of score, but, um, we, you know, the, um, really our back and forth, uh, before we even presented our project, uh, for funding was all with UWGB and that was all free. And truly we worked with, we we still work with them, um, in, in some capacity, but truly it was a three year ongoing back and forth. And, um, the wealth of knowledge that he was able to provide was just beyond compare. Nice. It's so nice. That's that's awesome. Plus, the fact that he's right here, um, UW Green Bay is is not quite Door County, but you know it's pretty close. <laughs> Closest big town we have, large community that we have to us. So, exactly. You know, so they probably are familiar with local resources and can really help with that. Definitely. I mean, it's nice that all the the um, development centers and the tourism boards, like they're all very intertwined. So it, it, it they're very familiarized with with what you have going on, uh, which made the whole process a lot easier. That um, just the familiarity of, of of neighboring towns. Right. And we have here in Door County, Wisconsin, we have our chamber is for the entire county, since we are a bunch of small little towns um, that make up the county. Um, and our chamber is called Destination Door County. They are a great um, place for marketing. They, they market the county and all of our businesses here, um, but they are very connected as well. So anyone who is looking to start a, um, a business in Door County that doesn't necessarily know about the Economic Development uh, Center, uh, Destination Door County would direct you to them. So. Um, they're a great resource, but chambers in any area would do that. Um, and big cities, just the city has a chamber of commerce. So I highly recommend if you're looking to um, open a business, always look for your chamber of commerce because they are a great resource as well. And of course, um, you know, they give you any information you need for free. But you can always join join them, and uh, a lot of them. And I know our chamber here is starting to have more educational um, events happen. So um, I know that when I was in California, our chamber every time we had a meeting, they had an educational piece, and that made it worth me spending the time. Besides just the networking events, but. Uh, spending the time to go to those because the, those educational things for free are always um, very helpful. And uh, yeah, so, and of course, as a business and accountability coach, I always recommend having a business plan. And, but you have to think of it as a guide when you have that plan. It's not the law because it could change depending on whatever's happening, like the pandemic. Um, but it should evolve as your business does. You want to always look at that plan, revisit it, uh, you know, at least annually, because you may want to change it as you grow. Um, speaking of as you grow, so right now, um, Anchored Roots has a really lovely tasting room that you've got set up. And 
Um, it looks out on all the vines and I'm sure that you have plans for events there, right? In the vineyard? Yeah, we do. We definitely do. So we, we have six acres planted right now, um, which uh, they're all new. Uh, so they'll be, be ready to start producing about 2024. Um, and uh, we obviously have our, our, our winery as well. So our production uh, facility is all set. It's all running. Uh, we brought in about eight tons of grapes uh, this past harvest season from uh, other other vineyards. And so that way we can get a kickstart on our winemaking for this year. Um, yeah, and then a, a little part of our portfolio will certainly be be private events and um, and events that we'll put on for, for the general public as well. So, I mean, looking forward, we um, have uh, interest in doing, you know, some live music and some food trucks and some things like that to uh, really engage the the local community. Um, obviously, I enjoy doing events, but uh, we had to flex a little bit too. So we we want to be able to host, you know, some weddings and larger parties, but um, it's not, you know, the main focus of our, our business anymore. We had to, to adjust just a little bit um, since we're uh, we're behind the bar day to day. Um, that's you know that's our business, and we want to be at the forefront of it every every single day. But um, you know we want to do a little bit of a lot of things to really engage people and make this a destination um, for people to to come visit and stay and just really uh, take home a memorable experience. You know we want them to. Uh, enjoy every minute that they've spent here and leave feeling just really refreshed and relaxed. And, uh, you know, the biggest compliment that anyone could ever pay you is, uh, to, to come back, uh, for an annual visit. Uh, you know, if they're only up here for a weekend or a long weekend once a year and, and you get to be part of their, their rotation, that's, um, that's a huge honor. So that's kind of what we're, what we're working towards. I'm sure that's going to happen for you. The two of you are lovely people, so um, I'm sure you'll get repeats. So as you were um, as you were learning and and putting all this together, did you do you have a mentor? Did you take in people that you worked with in Washington State or here that you have a mentor or? That's just a question I like to ask. Yeah, um, you know, I I would say uh, from little on, I kind of had an inspiration. Uh, one of my my aunts worked in special events, and um, uh, she was just a really a really wonderful person. And she is unfortunately no longer with us, but she uh, certainly instilled this uh, this sense of hospitality and desire to 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 work um, with people in me. Um, but as far as you know, a, a winery specific mentor. Um, no, I think this was just something that Eric and I kind of, um, you know, concocted and uh, we, we've really just relied on each other to keep moving forward and keep bettering our, ourselves and each other and, and the ideas um, that we, we've got going. So it's a matter of, um, you know, diving into the community and um, obviously we've got... Um, you know, there's some great local wine being made here. Um, so taking uh, the knowledge and resources um, of our new community members. Um, so I think we're, we're certainly uh, getting to the point of having uh, new mentors in this area, if that kind of makes mm -hmm. sense. But um, sure. when we were developing the project, it was, um, it was more just Eric and I and, and, uh, and, and long car rides home uh, for for Christmas, and um, when you've got thirty hours in the car with with your spouse and no one else, um, you kind of you do a deep dive into where you want to go and and what you what you want to see happening. Because middle of winter, that's 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 what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, wow. That really tests your relationship, I'm assuming. Well, I, I know from experience, but, um, you know, the two of you have such passion for what you're doing uh, that I can, I can see that, you know, that you're going to, you're going to feed off each other and just create, keep, keep going. Right. <laughs> that's, that's the hope. That's the intent. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to someone who is looking to start their own business? Not necessarily winery. I'm sure those are rare, <laughs> um, but for, any uh, any person who wanted to open a, a business from a from their dream from what they what they found they want to do, I you know number one is you have to be flexible. Um, I I mentioned before my hyper type A personality and uh, that was one thing I learned. I had to uh, I had to jump on board with really quickly was uh, learning how to be flexible, learn how to adjust, learn how to. Um, uh, be okay with change, um, be okay with things not going the way that I had put them on paper. This is when it's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And this is the order it's going to happen. Um, because that's not how uh, it goes. Um, you don't control everything. You don't control everyone. You don't control anything really. Um, which was the, uh, uh, big shock, uh, for me when, um, when we started uh, putting all these pieces together, but ultimately, um, as you're building a new business, um, you're going to have 10,000 things going on at any given moment. And if 10 of those things maybe go awry, it's okay. You're still doing a really, really good job um, and you're still going to keep moving forward. Um, it just might, might not be in the direction that you uh, that you originally anticipated, but um, there are many roads that lead to, to the same place. And, and that's just the, the piece that you have to keep remembering um, that you can, you can still achieve what you set out to do. Um, it just not, might not be in the exact uh, framework that you anticipated. Right. You know, I, um, I strongly believe that fear is what holds us all back and um, from accomplishing our dreams. But um, it sounds to me like you had your plan, your goal and what you wanted. And it meant a lot to you. You talked about um, the importance of your family being part of your business and your and all of your life. And it seems like that was your driving force. Do you think that's true? Definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, I, Eric and I both come from wonderful families uh, individually. And now that we're, we're together, it, it's just uh, strengthened and grown. Um, and now that we've got two little kiddos of our own too, it's, they're the driving force. They're, they're what keep us going every day. They're with us in the tasting room almost every day. So it's, uh, it's definitely... Um, most people would say we're crazy for intertwining, uh, business and, and our personal lives so, so closely, but, um, we think that we're just really blessed and, and grateful to be living this, this life that we've, we've put forth. Yes. I love that. Um, and that, that is before, before we sign up, that's one of the things that's really important when you're thinking about your goals and your, um, and your plans for the future. It's so, so important to include the why. Um, why do you want that to happen? You know, you, you don't want to say, oh, I, I want to be a millionaire. Why do you want to be a millionaire? Because I, I want a Mercedes. Why is a Mercedes important to you? You have to find the why. Because when those things happen where you slip or where things don't go the way you wrote down in your plan, 
you still stay the course because you see the end. The end is your goal. Your why is what pulls you through all those hard times. Um, so, yeah, I think that so, so, so important to getting through any of the fear that gets in the way. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely true. Um, and I, I don't know that fear was ever part of, um, part of our vocabulary uh, for, for this process. Um, I think mm -hmm. it was just, this is what we want to do and we have to do it. Um, there's, there's no other option at this point. Um, we've, we've made up our minds and we have to try it. And, um, you know, if we, if we take all of our, our knowledge and our passion are just genuine people, um, there's no way we're going to fail. Um, so I don't think that there was ever any moment, um, uh, of fear necessarily. Um, there were lots of hiccups and, uh, and that's, and that's okay. Um, but, uh, you know, my, my biggest fear in this whole process was coming on a, on a podcast day to be, to be interviewed. I mean, talk about fear. That's, uh, that for an introvert, that's, that's an intimidating piece, but, um, opening up a, a, a winery and vineyard and, um, doing what we, we've always felt that we should be doing. Um, that's not, not as scary as you might think. Uh, you, you feel the pieces uh, falling into place uh, despite all the hurdles. And um, you just know that you're, you're doing what you were meant to do in this life. And, uh, and there's nothing that should stand in your way of that. What a great way to end this podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much for joining me today, Amy. And thank you all for listening. Um, thanks to Chris Hutchinson for producing. Why am I doing this podcast? Because it's important to me that you know we all have it in us to succeed. My guests weren't born into royalty. They're normal people like you and me who saw an opportunity and ran with it. New episodes are posted every other Sunday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe for access to all my content. And if you're looking for help with your restaurant or hospitality business, go to www.yourrestaurantmaven.com, read my blog, and connect with me for consulting and coaching opportunities. Thanks again, and we will see you next time.